Let's play audio soundbite number 16, CNN's Anderson Cooper 180, with hardly any audience, which is why we're going to play this bite for you. Spoke with the international correspondent at CNN, Michael Ware. Cooper said, everybody seems to admit, look, there's no military solution, and yet politically, there's hardly any civilians on the ground in a lot of these areas, and the Afghan government is riddled with corruption. We're trying to bolster in these areas a government which has not represented its people. We're now at the point where we could lose this war. The Taliban will continue to fight as long as US troops or foreign troops want to be there. So the whole idea is to put enough military pressure on the Taliban war machine to parlay that pressure at the negotiating table or to bring a political solution. Now, President Obama has to man up and decide, is he going to fight this war or is he going to oversee an American defeat? A CNN reporter says to Obama, man up or lose Afghanistan? Man up or lose? Or is he going to oversee an American defeat? What do you think the answer to the question is? He's willing to oversee an American defeat. He, he it came out and said victory is uh, something, it's an, it's, it's an uncomfortable uh, proposition, word, uh, in Afghanistan. So, meanwhile, the general who Obama wants and who Obama appointed and who Obama got confirmed wants some more troops. Uh, Mr. President, you are not a state senator from Illinois. You are the commander-in-chief of the U.S. military. Do your job. Drop the politics. We got heroes on the battlefield giving their last full measure of devotion to this country, and you're voting present. All because he doesn't want to upset the apple cart, the precious balance in Congress on his health care bill, well, on a health care bill, because of the radical left. And now the Politico is fascinated with who leaked this news that Obama's not going to come up with the troops that the general wants. Who leaked that the general wants the troops? It's the, most, the funniest thing. It's the most incredible story. President Obama wants more time to develop a new strategy in Afghanistan. His general wants 40,000 more troops. Otherwise, the general says, we and the Allies run the risk of losing the war. Would agreeing to 40,000 more troops jeopardize liberal support for Obamacare? Stop and think about that. The president of the United States is teetering. He's flirting with the actual concept of defeat in Afghanistan 40,000 troops, the general says, makes the difference. 40,000 troops in one hand or losing or jeopardizing support of liberals for Obamacare in Congress. What does this tell you about the man? These are the domestic political questions that haunt Barack Obama. He's playing politics when he ought to be fighting and winning a war, acting like a commander-in-chief who gives a damn about his troops in the field. He's playing golf. He's yucking it up with Letterman. He's got his stupid health and human services secretary telling people how to sneeze on their sleeves. He's sitting on a report from his commanding general in Afghanistan that says we either boost troop numbers there or face the distinct possibility of defeat. And he wants more time to study a new strategy. He's doing nothing. He has the reports. He won't make a decision. He's voting present. It's a dereliction of duty. What, what, what are we going to do in Afghanistan? I, I thought that was settled now. Now it's not. Afghanistan was the central theater. That's where we had to go. That's where we're going to beat these guys. Taliban, Al-Qaeda. 
Bush made a mistake, should have gone in there, wasted all this treasure, all these resources. Now we're there in Obama flirting with defeat, all to make certain his Obamacare is not jeopardized in the House. This is what you get when the radical left runs every branch of the federal government. He's in, on the golf course. He's making jokes on Letterman, lame jokes at that. And now he's spouting additional lies, threats, the end of the world. We're all going to die at a climate change conference, which is nothing more than a meeting of worldwide leftists who seek to implement a worldwide government that has control over every aspect of every person's life on this planet. That's the end game. Now, this Afghanistan report, this, this, is, this, is, this is hilarious in the political today. Bob Woodward's Monday morning exclusive on the 66-page report from General McChrystal to Obama about Afghanistan policy was a rite of passage for the new administration. The first major national security leak and a sure sign that the celebrated Washington Post reporters penetrated yet another administration. So now the story is, who leaked this? Who did it? And why did they do it? The simplest theory, and one most administration officials Monday were endorsing, is that a military or civilian Pentagon official who supports McChrystal's policy put it out in an attempt to pressure Obama to follow the suggestion and increase troop levels. But not everybody in Washington is a believer in, in this theory, so all manner of other theories flourished. There are believers in the reverse leak, in which the leak itself is meant to damage McChrystal, um or his position by inducing White House anger at the general. There's the fake leak in which the White House may have been trying to back itself into a corner. They actually write this, that the White House did this on purpose to back itself into a corner. Or, I mean, what, what, what? there were constant leaks during the Bush administration about Iraq war policy, and there was never this hand-wringing, why, who's doing this? Why are they doing this? Who wants to damage our beloved President Bush? Now, oh no, the first major foreign policy leak. Who's trying to do this and why? For what purpose? Could it be Obama leaked it himself to back himself into a corner? It actually says that. Yeah, he wants to back himself into a corner, so he's got his buddies at CNN openly telling him to man up or risk losing the war in Afghanistan. Or... I totally believe, by the way, I totally believe the possibility that somebody in the White House leaked to discredit McChrystal. Remember, these guys, the left, the far left, they don't like a victorious America. That's imperialism. They love it when the U.S. military loses. Look at, look at their, um, their efforts to secure defeat during the Iraq War. They're all about the American, American military being humbled and being defeated. So it's entirely possible to me that somebody would leak this to make McChrystal look bad uh, as, as a way of damaging him and making Obama look good to the left as he's trying to do by not caring about defeat or victory in military conflict. We'll go to Hilliard, Florida. And Roger, thank you for calling, sir. Welcome to the EIB Network. Hello, Rush. How are you? I'm very well, sir. Thanks much. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Yes. I think basically what's happened there is the White House didn't leak a thing. It was the general himself or one of his staff members to to be sure that Obama wasn't going to sit on his glutes 
because he considers Afghanistan a distraction right now. Well, it's possible. I, I, it, I tell you what's what's fascinating to me about this is that all during, even Watergate, let's go back to the the number one leaker was Deep Throat, and nobody cared what his motivation was because they all knew he was out to destroy Nixon, which was fine. That was cool. They all focused on the on the substance of what Deep Throat had to say. And you know what Deep Throat really was? You know, I'll tell you the, the real lesson that nobody draws, the correct lesson that nobody draws from Deep Throat. Deep Throat was not so much bringing down a president, although he did. What Deep Throat was doing was actually manipulating and controlling media, and he showed how easy it was to do it. Woodward and Bernstein... Of course, have these great journalistic reputations as the as the two kings of investigative journalism. They are the models. They're what's taught in journalism schools. But Deep Throat manipulated those guys. He had them going everywhere he wanted them to go. They would they they found out nothing on their own, or very little, other than what he led them to or fed them. And the real lesson of Deep Throat is how leakers can manipulate the media. But in this case, in this case of the leak about the need for more troops in Afghanistan, uh, the drive-bys are out there, oh, who's doing this? And what is their motivation? Who's tampering with our beloved president? You want to hear some of the other theories about this? It's, um, it's most likely somebody who has or is cultivating a personal relationship with Woodward and positioning himself to look good in Woodward's next book. So the leaker might just be engaging in that because he wants to be a star in Woodward's mind. The Pentagon hasn't changed, and there are a lot of people within the Pentagon who understand the strategic use of the leaks, said Heather Hurlbert, the executive director of the Democrat-leaning National Security Network. Democrat-leaning. Anyway, uh, one possibility you have to look at is this being leaked by somebody who is in league with the neocon assault on Obama, where anything short of all-in is framed as weak in defeat. So of all the theories, three of the four are going to nail Obama. Somebody nail, and the other the other theory is Obama's backing himself into a corner. But here's the thing you have to remember. Let's get back to the substance of this. Not only was Afghanistan the war the liberals said we should fight, we are fighting it exactly the way they said we should and the way they wanted us to. That is, we have given charge of the thing essentially to NATO. And NATO is now screwing it up. We have begged other countries to go in with us, and very few have. And those who have only have sent trainers or medical or other support personnel, very few troops. And now most of this wonderful multinational force are pulling out or threatening to. And we're fighting the war with both hands tied behind our backs. We're not even allowed to attack the enemy near houses. It's, it's the left's dream war. It, it, this, is, this, was, this is the prototype. This is the way they wanted us to fight the war. This is where they've taken us. How could we possibly lose? The world was asked to, to participate. A world body or a multinational body. NATO is running the show, not the United States. Uh, that we're going to show everybody how it's done. We're going to capture Osama and we're going to kick butt and we're going to show that Bush was wrong to go into Iraq and blah, 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 blah. And we're on the verge of defeat. And Obama... Look, I, t I told you yesterday I was in Coach Zorn's suite at the Redskins Rams on Sunday, and he had as his guests, he and his wife Joy, four handsome young Marines who were being deployed soon. They, were, they put a fifth buddy of theirs was on the phone with me in uh, 29 Palms, California. 
and some of them are going to the hellhole areas of Afghanistan. Some are going to Camp Lejeune. These people volunteered. They're out there defending and protecting the U.S. Constitution and this government and the people of this country. They're fighting for freedom. And we got this guy fighting the perfect war the way the left said we should do it. And we're on the verge of defeat. And the balance here is, oh, gosh, do I send 40,000 more troops and risk losing my base in the health care debate? Or do I not send 40,000, lose in Afghanistan, but get health care? That's the question. Our commander-in-chief is asking himself. Meanwhile, the media is obsessed with who leaked this. And why are they out there trying to damage our beloved young president? In the Washington Post, get this, I love, this is uh, an editorial. Wavering on Afghanistan, that's the headline. Now get this subhead, Washington Post. President Obama seems to have forgotten his own arguments for a counterinsurgency campaign. Obama forgot his position? This is constructive criticism? Obama seems to have forgotten his own arguments? Why, yes, it was only last March 27th that Obama outlined in a major speech what he called a comprehensive new strategy for Afghanistan that he said marks the conclusion of a careful policy review. That strategy unambiguously stated that the U.S. would prevent the return of a Taliban government and enhance the military governance and economic capacity of the country. Washington Post says we strongly supported the president's conclusion. Those goals were essential. So it was a little startling to hear Obama suggest in several TV interviews on Sunday that he had second thoughts. We're in the process, working through that strategy. First question is, are we pursuing the right strategy? On NBC, with supporting Afghan uh, national government and building capacity of the army. Well, we'll move forward. If it doesn't, well, I'm not interested in being in Afghanistan for the sake of being in Afghanistan. By the way, I'm not thumping the table. My arm is just hitting it. Are you hearing it? My arm, I'm not thumping the table. I've been very good about this. So, basically, we have incompetence on parade. We have indecision on parade. We have in, inexperience on parade. We got a man with a five-minute career who has no experience running anything but a bunch of community agitators and organizers. Now in charge of victory or defeat in Afghanistan. And he is forgotten. The Washington Post allows that he has forgotten uh, his own argument. Forgotten his own argument? Not only is it naive, it is dangerously generous and will encourage more of this kind of indecision if the media is going, he just forgot. I guess he just forgot his policies. We're a little troubled by this, but maybe he'll end up doing the right thing. AP in USA Today, Obama may change Afghanistan course again. Uh, now, the headline suggests that Obama changed policy from Bush and has to change again. Uh, that means he's already failed. The White House is looking at expanding counterterror operations in Pakistan as an alternative to a major military escalation in Afghanistan. Oh, so I guess the March policy, which Obama has forgotten, according to the Washington Post, is already a failure. So now we got to go to a different policy. This one, counterinsurgency, in, counterintelligence insurgencies in Pakistan. They're going to branch out. Don't forget. During the campaign, am I the only one to remember this?
Obama said he'd nuke them over there. Even if the Pakistani government didn't know about it. Well, he had to, he had to dial that back because, folks, the, the man is a walking threat to this country as we've known it in every way possible. Domestic, foreign policy. This is incompetent boobism on parade. Elaine in Babylon, New York. Thanks, and welcome to the EIB Network. Hi, Russ. How are you? Just fine, thanks. Good. I wanted to go back to the leaking problem from the White House, if you might. Yeah. Okay. I think that it's obvious who's doing the leaking. I think it's the White House itself, because it's they can't come out and say, America, what should we do? Because he's so indecisive that he has to try to, it's a roundabout way of polling the public to see what the reaction will be. So you think it's maybe a trial balloon? Put the leak yeah. out to see if the American people even care about Afghanistan. Well, to see how mad the left is going to get, if they'll let him do it or not. Uh, well, that, it could be. That's, that's uh, always a possibility. But I think, I, frankly, I think they already know. I mean, John Kerry and Nancy Pelosi last week and a couple others, some of the California congressional delegation, delegation I think the week before that, warned Obama, if you... If you ramp up troop levels, we may not pay for it. no more expansion in Afghanistan. That's that's um, that what preceded it. Now the now the leak comes, and uh, it could be it could be a trial balloon. Who knows? The uh, it's one of two things. The leak. They're either Obama is trying to help his position of not expanding, sitting tight, rethinking the strategy, or the leak is to embarrass Obama and protect the military here. There are people's lives on the line. I mean, this is not, we're not playing beanbag here. You know, we're, we're not leaking about a proposed new piece of legislation on the snail darter. Well, hell, even if we did that, we're going to ruin people's lives. People's lives in California being ruined because of attention to animals. The water's been shut off for the farmers in the, in the, in the Central Valley. I mean, it's just, uh, it's crazy. So, I, you know, the leak Probably purposeful. Well, no doubt it was purposeful. The the uh, end result of it will uh, is still unknown. But watching the media coverage is still what's laughable. Oh, Obama forgot. Apparently, forgot his previous position on Afghanistan that uh, he announced in uh, in March. And maybe Obama's trying to back himself into a corner here uh, with uh, by leaking his own indecision on what to do about whether or not we win. How silly is all this? Daytona Beach, Florida. This is Friend. Great to have you with us. Hello. How you doing, Rush? Thank you. Very for well, me thank on. you. Uh, I just want to make a quick point about this whole uh, who sent the memo, why they sent the memo. To me, it's a non-issue. And as a United States Army veteran, it outrages me that people see this situation. They see we need forty thousand more troops. We need more supplies, and it's even a decision to them. There's no decision. Our general on the ground has said. We may suffer a, a loss. We may fail this war effort if we do not get this support. There's no issue. There's no decision. The only decision that needs to be made is what units get a phone call to start the duffel bag drag. No, 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 wait a minute. That, that, in, the, uh, in the America you and I grew up in, in the America your parents, my parents, and grandparents grew up in, of course. But that's not America right now. This country's being led by people to whom victory in foreign conflict sometimes is a sin. Uh, sometimes wow. it's imperialism. And not, well, it is what it is. You know, Bill Parcells used to say of a football team, you are what you are. Your record, if you're 4-12, you're 4-12. and 
And there weren't any moral victories in there. It is what it is. Obama has got a request from a general on the ground, 40,000 troops, or I don't think we can win this. And Obama's, oh, let me reexamine the strategy then. No, we're not going to worry about uh, uh, the left-wing base voting on uh, my domestic. I mean, he, he, he's dialing back our nuke arsenal. He withdrew the missile shield that was going to be placed uh, in Europe to defend the Czech Republic and Poland. Uh, he's making deals with Russia. He's propping up dictatorships in uh, in Central and South America. I mean, it, it is what it is, friend. I I I, I agree with you a hundred percent. It infuriates the heck out of me. Like you don't even know, Rush. Well, I, I think I, I think it infuriates the heck out of millions of Americans that we don't yet know are infuriated because nobody's covering them. Nobody's talking about. Them. We get these. They still get these mythical polls where Obama's 54% approval or 52% approval. I don't believe it's anywhere near that high. I think people are shocked. I think people are outraged. I think when Biden speaks up and says, if we if we lose 35 seats in the House in 2010, uh, that's the end of the road for what Barack and I, they know. They know exactly what's said. And they were counting on ACORN, you know, to be the uh, the balance in fraudulent elections. Uh, they're counting on ACORN to help them over it. And now the ACORN's been exposed. I mean, this this is, uh, you know, this, they know the problem that they're in. And yet, their arrogance is such, it's not going to take them off their game at all. They're going to ram whatever they want down our throats, whether we want it or not, because that's who they are. Now, you couldn't wow. have said it. You couldn't have said it better. There's no there's no question. I, general says he need 40,000 troops or we lose. Uh, uh, okay. But that's not, remember... For the first time in my lifetime, and maybe not in the country's history, I don't know. I haven't been alive for the entire 200-plus years. But in my lifetime, I have never seen a political party spend years trying to secure defeat in a military conflict like the Democrats did in Iraq. So it shouldn't surprise you at all that now that they're running the show, that victory is not a big deal. And remember Obama said in Afghanistan the whole concept of victory troubles him. Yeah, but up until now it was uh, we need to get out of Iraq because Afghanistan is the big issue, and now it looks like uh, Obama wants to turn tail and run from that. And I'll tell you, I'm red, white, and blue to the bone. Uh, and we don't run. And a president that lets us run and secures a defeat in Afghanistan, I feel sorry for his chances coming up in 2012. <laughs> well, we don't have we don't have time to wait till uh, 2012. Uh, we got a rebound in 2010. In the midterm congressional elections, uh, Robert in Staten Island. I'm glad you waited, sir. You're next on the EIB Network. Hello. How are you? Good. Uh, listen, I've got a, a dilemma, parent dilemma. So here I am. My son is uh, joining the military, and uh, as an ex-Marine, uh, well, former Marine, but never an ex-Marine, I was all for it. I, uh, you know, I think it'll be good for him. But right now, I feel that it's sort of, I feel like they're going to do to these boys what they did to them in Vietnam. And the same party that was in charge then is in charge now. And I just see that there's 55,000 American boys died in vain over there because of their shenanigans that they pulled over there. And I see the say, I see history repeating itself. And I don't, as a father, I don't know what to tell my son. It's like, you know, I, I, I'm proud of him, but I'm like, you know, Rob, you sure you want to, you want to uh, do this at this point in time? I'm, I'm in a dilemma. I don't know what to do. And that's like, it's really bothering me inside as a, as a you know, a very patriotic person. I'm sure that, that there are, yeah, I, I, probably a lot of military families with, uh, family members either en route or already in Afghanistan are scratching their heads over this and say, well, it is, you know, if we're not going to have the backing of the commander in chief, you know, is it, is it, is it worth it? I, I think, frankly, a lot of people are asking that question about Obama on everything. Is this worth it? Is the historical relevance of his president, the first black president worth 
all this. As clearly, there are, there are designs on the traditions and institutions that have defined this country's greatness, and one of those is the United States military. So I, um, you know, I think this is even worse than Vietnam. In Vietnam, they were trying to win. I mean, they were bumbling around, and they were incompetent, but they are micromanaging it and everything. And they, but they, they, uh, they, were, they were trying to win. And even when we did win, we let Walter Klondike talk us out of it. In this situation, I don't think there's even any pretense of trying to win. In fact, I think Obama ramped up Afghanistan simply to follow through on what he was talking about during the campaign. Ripping Bush, ripping the surge, ripping Iraq. Yeah, it's a bad move. We need to be focusing on Afghanistan. That's where we need to go. Uh, we need to capture Obama, Osama, whatever. And uh, that's where we need to go. Okay, so put some troops in there, announce a big, bold policy, appoint a new general, and... Uh, and, and do it. I mean, this is the left's dream war. you got NATO running things. you got a few other nations participating. Uh, we've got rules of engagement that penalize our own troops, can't hit the enemy if they're in houses and so forth. That's a perfect war. And what does it get us? It get us, gets us on the brink of defeat. So that's um, just another in a long line of illustrations of what happens when these people end up in charge. Stephen in New Orleans, you're next on the EIB Network. Hello, sir. Hey, Rush, what an honor. What an honor. <laughs> I just, I mean, I'm listening to all this, and I can't believe we've, we've got a general on the ground asking for more troops, and they're doing the two-step, the Potomac two-step. I mean, if they're not going to send them, why don't we get them the hell out of there? That's that's pretty much my comment. <laughs> but this is, this is, that's a mistake, too. I know what you're saying. If we're not going to win, get out of there. Well, and there are, by the way, there are there are a lot of people who um, look at Afghanistan as the place empires die. A lot of people think Afghanistan is the armpit of the world and is not worth going in there. The, the Well, look, the Soviet Red Army, the only place they ever lost was in Afghanistan. Uh, we're going to lose. We need to get out of there, Russia. I get emails from people like this all the time. We're going to get mired in there. We're going to lose. They're going to ruin our empire. We are not the Soviet Union. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> to take that, but we may be closer to it than we ever thought we would be. But traditionally, you know, we're this is the United States of America. We don't lose. But this is certainly not how you engage in war. If you show up, you don't cut tail and run. That's not who we are. That's not what we are. And that's not who we've been. So it's a little late to say, well, if we're not going to win, let's get out. That's, to me, not the question. Unfortunately, it is with this administration, but it's the wrong question. Now, can you actually believe that we're discussing whether or not we can win? I mean, who are, we, who are the enemy? Who are we fighting? Al-Qaeda? The Taliban? 9-11? Ring a bell? The people that we just had this big terror bust in New York? They're still out there. They're plotting future attacks. That's who we're fighting. Oh, we're going to quit? We're going to we say we can't win this. We're going to pull back so we can do health care. And so we can do global warming cap and tax. So we can do all this other rigmarole, nonsensical, left-wing, radical crap that is not at all what it pretends to be. It's just the opposite. It's a crying shame. It is a crying shame what is happening to this country under the leadership of these boobs.
I have an idea. I have a way that Obama can maybe pull his uh, out of the fire uh, on this Afghanistan thing. Rather than call a troop buildup a surge, call it a stimulus. Maybe that'll fly with people. 